Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Thanks for downloading this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. You can find additional news, research, and analysis at SeekingAlpha.com. I hope you enjoy the program. Good morning. Today is Friday, September 10th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include President Biden unveils vaccine mandates, delivery apps sue New York City over commission caps, and the most expensive home in the United States defaults on debt. Those stories and more, but first, let's get you caught up on markets. U.S. stock futures are higher, with S&P, Dow, and NASDAQ 100 futures climbing as much as a half a percent. The yield on 10-year Treasury notes ticked up to 1.31% from 1.30%. Overseas, the stock's Europe 600 index rose two-tenths of a percent, led by retail technology and basic resource shares. Stocks in Asia rose. In oil markets, Brent crude is trading over $72 a barrel. That's up 1.5%. Gasoline also up more than one and a half percent. Gold has slipped to just under $1,800 an ounce. The dollar was steady against major peers and Bitcoin was unchanged at $46,000. Now our top stories. President Biden unveiled a plan to combat the Delta variant of COVID-19 that will require employers with 100 or more workers, those in the medical field and federal workers to be vaccinated or undergo at least weekly COVID-19 testing. The president is also ordering vaccination for executive branch employees as well as federal contractors with no test alternative. The new mandates will cover about 100 million workers, or two-thirds of all workers in the United States. The plan calls for using the Defense Production Act to accelerate the production of rapid at-home tests for COVID-19. The administration is procuring about $2 billion worth in the rapid point-of-care and over-the-counter at-home COVID tests. All of the almost 300,000 educators who work in the federal Head Start program that provides early childhood education and other services will have to be vaccinated under the plan. The Labor Department's Occupational Safety and Health Administration plans to issue an emergency temporary standard implementing the new requirements for businesses, which will cover about 80 million private sector workers. Businesses that don't comply can face fines of up to $14,000 per violation. The employers will also have to give workers paid time off to get vaccinated or to recover from any side effects of getting vaccinated. The country is now averaging more than 150,000 new cases a day with about 1,500 deaths reported daily. That's according to a New York Times tracker. Biden's moves come with just over 50 percent of the overall U.S. population fully vaccinated. That's according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's tracker. The president's plan will also double fines for those airline passengers who refuse to wear a mask. Montana is the only state that has banned private employers from requiring their workers to get the COVID-19 vaccine. In separate news, Los Angeles public schools are requiring students 12 years and older to be vaccinated against COVID-19 by January to continue attending in person. Delivery service companies DoorDash, Grubhub, and Uber Technologies Eats division are suing New York City over its law permanently capping the amount of commissions that the apps can charge restaurants to use their services. 
And an L.A. mega mansion, considered the most expensive home in the country, has fallen into receivership after the owner defaulted on over $165 million in debt. The more than 100,000-square-foot hilltop estate in Bel Air has been placed into receivership by the Los Angeles County Superior Court. The estate has nine bedrooms, multiple kitchens, its own nightclub, a four-lane bowling alley, salon, gym, 50-seat theater, a running track, and an underground garage for 50 cars. It also boasts multiple pools, a jacuzzi, and a moat that surrounds the house. The master bedroom suite alone is 4,000 square feet. In other news, U.S. filings for jobless benefits last week fell to a pandemic low. UPS said Thursday it plans to hire more than 100,000 people for the busy holiday shipping season. Microsoft announced that it's canceling plans to fully reopen its headquarters and U.S. offices next month. Higher commodity costs drove China's factory gate prices to rise in August by their fastest pace in 13 years, as demand for coal, steel, and other raw materials pushed China's producer price index nearly 10 percent higher in August from a year earlier. That's the fastest increase since August of 2008. Ford will cease making cars in India and take a $2 billion charge. In the United Kingdom, GDP expanded a mere one-tenth of a percent, sparking worries about stagflation. The European Central Bank will cut back some of its massive emergency pandemic support for the economy amid signs of increasing business activity and consumers' readiness to spend. Societe Générale and Natixis employees returning to their Paris offices at two of the biggest French banks will find something new under their desks. Companies are placing sensors under workstations that uses technology similar to that in parking lots in order to manage office occupancy under new flexible work plans. America's biggest bank is buying the company behind the Zagat brand. J.P. Morgan Chase said it had reached a deal to acquire all of the infatuations business that includes the decades-old restaurant brand Zagat. The infatuation purchased Zagat from Alphabet's Google for an undisclosed sum in 2018. Walmart is phasing out its quarterly bonuses for store workers as it implements hourly wage increases for hundreds of thousands of its employees. Amazon.com plans to roll out Fire TV sets that will feature its Alexa voice assistant expanding its private label products. The tech giant announced two lineups of Amazon-branded TVs, which will be available on Amazon's website and at Best Buy locations in October. In separate news, Amazon said it would cover the cost of tuition and books for staff pursuing bachelor degrees at various universities nationwide. Hourly employees will be eligible for the new perk after 90 days on the job. BuzzFeed reported quarterly earnings for the first time since announcing plans to go public, revealing that advertising revenue rose sharply. BuzzFeed is planning to go public by merging with a special purpose acquisition company later this year. Databricks last week announced $1.6 billion in new funding, boosting its valuation by 35% within about six months to $38 billion. That makes it the fourth largest privately held venture-backed U.S. company, according to research firm PitchBook Data. Amazon.com, Microsoft, and Google parent Alphabet all boosted their investments in the startup. Databricks provides software that allows customers to use and analyze their data across different cloud vendors. A firm holdings stock surged 24% in pre-market trading after revenue beat estimates. 
The leaders of the Boston and Dallas Federal Reserve Bank said that they would sell off individual stocks they own, invest the proceeds in diversified indexed funds or cash savings, and cease trading in individual securities. The FDA said it needed more time before deciding whether e-cigarettes made by Juul and others can remain on the U.S. market. And Democratic lawmakers have included a provision in their $3.5 trillion health care, education, and climate bill that would require companies without retirement plans to automatically enroll workers in individual retirement accounts. Women's magazine Marie Claire is ending its U.S. print edition after 27 years. NBC Universal said it has recently sold 30-second ads for Super Bowl 56 for a record $6.5 million each. Inventory for NBC's coverage of Super Bowl 56 on February 13, 2022, is essentially sold out with only a few slots left. And yes, football is back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeating the Dallas Cowboys 31-29 last night in the first game of the season. Over $20 billion is expected to be legally wagered in the U.S. on pro and college football, nearly triple the amount wagered in 2020. That's according to estimates from Play USA. At 6.20 a.m., Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ futures are all higher by as much as a half a percent. Stocks in Asia gained, while at midday in Europe, shares are higher. And in oil markets, Brent crude is trading over $72 a barrel, up 1.5%. Gold slipped to just under $1,800 an ounce. The dollar was steady against major peers, and Bitcoin was unchanged at $46,000. The 10-year U.S. Treasury gained three bips to 1.33%. On the calendar, at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics will release producer price index information. And at 10 a.m. Eastern, the Commerce Department will report wholesale inventories preliminary for July. Thanks for downloading this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. If you have comments, criticism, or suggestions to make the program more relevant, please do so below. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. Have a wonderful weekend. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Behind the Idea, Essay for FAs, Let's Talk ETFs, the Cannabis Investing Podcast, and Marketplace Roundtable on those platforms as well. Have a great day.